Two o'clock hour coming at you. You better be careful. We got a local motive coming at you. DOC manning a hot microphone in for the rooster. I knew with all the movement in the NFL, one of the national entities would require his services. So uh, you have to deal with me and Essex today. Hopefully Rooster will be back tomorrow. And he might. It Doesn't Lou Nell join you guys tomorrow on Thursday? Yes, he will be in tomorrow. Oh, my God. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Lou Nell and the Rooster, it is such an enjoyable listen for me. I, I really I, – it's appointment listening. And with all the moves it's, so far this week, this is really oh going to be appointment God. listening because you're going to It's have... almost like – do you remember Freddie Blassie? I do not. Okay, Freddie Blassie, for you, for you, uh, those of you with a little salt and pepper in your beard, understand wrestling. And um, <laughs> I mean, was, was it uh, Bones or, or one of them left me a, uh, a social media hit on X – with a Freddie Blassie quote, and I'll come back and do it so I don't butcher it. But it brought back some great memories. Freddie Blassie used to, used to, I think, bite and cut in his his opponents. It would be blood. I'm sure. It, I don't think it was real or not. I'm not certain, but I know that uh, that was a blast in the past. And I know that uh, my mom and my sister, who were huge WWE followers. Um, We'll recall that, but Freddie Blassie, a lot of you, some of you will know it. It's about, and you were a champion. You are a swimmer. You were a competitive athlete in a sport that not a lot of us have the lung capacity to deal with it, especially in deep water. I'm oh, hell yeah. on wheels and shallow. But that deep thing, uh, only if I have to be. And were you ever on a crappy swim team? Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been on multiple teams that were not necessarily very good. Um, and the thing that I always said was the biggest atmosphere difference between the good teams that I was on and mm-hmm. the not good teams was the good teams, the people that were on those teams were mm-hmm. hanging out, out after practice, all that kind of stuff. Oh, but yeah. they were still yeah. honing. Like, we would, yeah. on those teams after practice, we would go to the pool and we would just hang out in the water and still be playing around in the water and all that, but we'd be still swimming. And it would be that extra level of, we're not really trying to get better, but by our actions, what we're doing, we are getting better. And there was an air of, we win because we're good and we win because there's a history. There was almost a mandate kind of on those teams. The worst teams, they were still fun, and I still did well on them, but the difference was it wasn't a 100% commitment, and I think that that is kind of what you're going with. And I guess I kind of wanted to ask with the teams that you were on, mm-hmm. with when with, when it was really good versus when it was really bad, because professionally, obviously, you're going to have different players and different schemes and all that, but was there any cultural difference specifically that you noticed that you can really say – with this team moving forward, trying to build and all that, is there something that they should be focusing on culturally to really get in line to be a winning organization? Well, you know, it's it's about, and it's not fair, and I'm not doing this to compare because this everything is apples. <laughs> their stuff don't compare. 
Our GM was a Hall of Famer. Bobby Beth is a Hall of Famer. You got to get the right people. Joe's a Hall of Famer. It's not even fair. Richie Pettibone, to me, is a Hall of Famer. Bubba Tyre, our head trainer, is a Hall of Famer. Dan Riley, our strength and conditioning coach, to me, is a Hall of Famer. So I don't even do that to them. That's not fair. But they didn't start off as Hall of Famers. They developed and worked together. And what Ron says is absolutely right. Because he's been on world championship teams. He's been to the top. This thing is the most complicated thing you ever deal with. But it's the most it's the most fun with the right people. You can't fake it. Now, you can get paid. You can make money no matter what. But you'll never understand what I'm saying unless you've been through it. And nowadays, you can make so much money. See, we had to win to make extra money. I think they ruined the game. When they changed it, it should always be about you make the most if you win the most. But these nitwits, you know, they always, the management, same thing in college. The whole thing about the NIL, I'm amazed at how many adults F things up. If you make it about team success, it takes care of most of the issues. Because we knew, when you, you listen to that Super Bowl 17 rant that Joe Theismann said before the kickoff, he didn't say win-win for the gift. It was $70,000. You're supposed to play for money. That's the fun part. But if you can be get rich and be in last place, it takes a lot more effort to be in first. You spend a lot less time with your family to be in first. You have a lot less vacation time when you win championships. So you got to have the right people. And it starts at the top. You cannot be owned by a nitwit and expect to win it all consistently. Because they're going to cut a corner. They're going to get involved. With the player. Take the player to your house. Show him off. Take him home for Thanksgiving. Have him open Christmas gifts with you. Just completely ruin the team dynamic. And especially if he's a young guy. Because he's young and dumb. And he'll fall for it. These are the little things. They don't tell you about it. You can't do anything successfully if at the top you're weak. And everybody's got to buy in. I got to kiss your behind to get you to contain. I don't need you on my team. So then would you be of the mindset that it is not about who's the quote unquote best player, but who's the right player? That, it's always the right for best. Well, you know what best is? Best is what we determine after we win it all. Yeah, that guy, well, he was the best because he's a fucking champion. How the hell are you going to be the best? You can be the best in last place. Don't get me wrong. For years. Do you know the Chicago Bears, Butkus and Sayers, never won a playoff game? Yeah, now that I'm thinking, but you're right. They're legendary hero because, but... But the way they played so hard, they gave you it all. But you just take it for granted. 
Winning is damn near impossible to be a consistent winner. Because you got to spend less time with your family. There's more required of you. Do you know how many rookies they put C's on their jerseys in this town? Oh, too many. That, Who does what, that? Yeah, that's something that I, I've they never do it here. That. I hate that. I've always hated Completely that. Completely asinine. Absurd. How can you be a How the hell does somebody don't even know how to get to the closest Walmart? Yeah. Go be the damn captain. That's a, it's a boat without a leader right there. No that, captain. That, that's at my that whole ship. point. And if you always say, hey, if, that's why I say everybody needs help. That's why I'm pleading to the Harris group. Help them. And it seems like they have. Seems like they're doing it behind the scenes. That's all I'm asking. They got talent. They might win this year. It's not impossible. If they would just quit, get out of the mirror from looking at yourself and adoring yourself and get to work. Somebody got to kiss you behind the hustle? I don't need you. I need Two Hills effort. That's what I needed. That's what I need. That result. I need a dog 24-7. I don't have to put perfume on you to get you going. It's unbelievable to me. Would you think this is easy? Anybody can do it? For God's sakes, man, if this ends up being a catastrophe this season, I will be highly disappointed. I'm expecting great things. I'm not letting up. You show me. How the hell can you play so well against the champions and then get your teeth smashed in the follow the Giants, dude. Doc, that's mental, Doc. I think that's what hurts, at least personally me, the most. Is that we can play with this team and this organization, and this has just been what I watch as I've been watching this team in this organization. But we historically have always played as far down as we could to opponents that were not good and. We love to make a game happen, whether or not it needs to happen. We will we will play up to the best opponents, but we fall, and we always. And I don't know. Do you, do you know? Is that something going on with? Is that a coaching thing? Is that just a upper management doesn't know what they're doing? How is it that this organization and this team can, on one week, put up thirty one points against the Eagles, and then two weeks prior? <laughs> or, yeah, I mean, how how does that how, how does this exist? This, how no, does this a happen? Question. It's a great question because it's human behavior. As much as I and I respect our military, our really our firefighters, our EMTs, all the people that do things that they could die doing. You ask my utmost respect because you ain't got to kiss they behind the train. They know if they're not in shape, they could die. As much and the military is as good as it gets. Oh, until you start talking about special forces. You mean there's another level? Yeah, there is. Rangers, SEALs, recon. Yeah, there is. There's always a level that you can get to, but it ain't for everybody. All right? Th that's my whole point. 
David Goggins is my guy because he refused to live his life being out of shape. Man's crazy. No, he ain't crazy. The dude's a cyborg. Oh, absolutely. It's I no mean, different I'm than crazy when you are. in the okay, best way possible. You, oh, yeah, crazy in a good way. Crazy but in when a, you watch, yeah, he's an okay, animal. Okay, when you watch the kid up in Pittsburgh, what? When you watch Matt Crosby, what do you think they're on? You, they look like they're on something, right? Yeah. That's my point. You, you There's a level you got to get yourself to to be great and to be surrounded by greatness. It has to be managed. It's, and, a, it's not, it's, we think of automatically just because you have a nice car, just because you make money, don't mean nothing. And everyone has it to. It doesn't make nothing. Everyone has to add in. It's not something that can be done just as one person. No. One person can't well, step up. Well, I say up. the horse. Yeah. Secretariat. The whole, Hall of Famer. whole team. The jockey wore his behind out. Yeah. It's not done alone. Greatness is a collaborative effort. Let's go to Annapolis. Allen, welcome to 980. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, thanks, I, you know, Doc, you mentioned, you, you, uh, you, mentioned um, you know, the front office helping them out. I think they did yesterday because if Snyder was still here, those trades don't go down. So I, I think that, that's one positive you take from it. Second, well, I hope you're right. Honestly, I hope you're right. Well, it's to be continued, but I think that it's yeah. a good start. They got a good deal for at least sweat. But then the secondly – you know, Ron, as far as everybody, you know, with the whole chase thing and throwing him under the bus, listen, Ron is the first coach since Gibbs to have full autonomy on all decisions here, or at least we think he did. And it just hasn't worked out. Um, you know, he, it's time for – Ron's coming up with – it's excuse time. Well, I didn't have a quarterback the first few years. Well, Chase didn't follow the system or whatever the case may be. Ron's in the last part of his career, so is Del Rio and them. So it's it's blame game time. And the last thing I'll say is this: mm-hmm. I think Magic ha- having Magic Johnson here is gonna is gonna really reap the rewards because you got to remember something. You talked about Joe Gibbs, Hall of Famer, Bubba Tire. She should be there. Richie Pettibone, Magic Johnson played for Pat Riley. Okay, and I can't even imagine what that locker room and what those practices were like. Magic Johnson is is feeding Josh Harrison the group what this team needs to be to win because he's wanted in every aspect of life. So, I sure hope you're uh, right. I'm I, praying I, that you're right because I, I, Matt Irvin, but see Irvin, if they had Irvin here on a regular, I, I, I would have no doubt in my mind these boys would hate Magic being here full time. But that, he's got bigger fish to fry. But it's the idea that they all get on the same page and understand that there's a standard that has to be met, and that standard is first of all you have to be able to get employees to do their job. You're telling me that you're weak. If you can't get employees to do their job, then what am I doing having you in charge if you can't get people to follow you? That's the first mistake that has to be solved. We're going to Frederick. Jackie, welcome to 980. Hey, Doc. Hey, Doc, listen. Hey, Jackie. Before I say hey, when you're going to say Freddie Blassie, you got to add the classy on it because you know who's Oh, that's, that's right. Freddie. For classy, Freddie Blassie. You know what? I am so <laughs> mad at myself for losing my, my place. So I think it was Bonesy, but I got to make sure. But Freddie Blassie, boy, that was Mil Moscaris. All them dudes back in the day, man, that was just unbelievable. But let's stay on point. What's on your mind? Okay, yeah, okay. So let me say this, dog. I agree with you 100% about the leaked information. Now he wasn't doing his job. 
But this is the thing. I hope the Harris group, they looking because this says a lot about who you have in charge as your coach right now. How does that information get leaked out? Okay, somebody had a conversation with somebody, so that says a lot about his character. And I'm not saying Ron is not a good dude. What I'm saying no, is No, he's a good dude. Like he's a that. great dude. But we ain't talking about trying to win personality, personality of the year. Everything exactly. we do has got to be measured upon the results we get on game. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, this is it. what I hope. I hope this shook. I, mean, I, I know it shook the locker room up, and if it didn't, it should have because it's letting everybody know. Nobody's job's a guarantee. I don't care how good you are. But I hope this resonates with the players to say, hey, guys, we got the team here to win. Let's go out and, like you said, let's do our job. But Ron and those coaches, they have to practice what they preach. They have to do their job as well. Let's get these guys ready for the Patriots, like Bill Belichick said when they asked him the question. My mind is on Washington. Let our minds get on the Patriots. Amen. Thank you, Jackie. I appreciate that. And that is true. We as a fan base, let's not drag this crap out all the way and lose our focus. Worrying about people that are no longer here. It's my attitude if you're not even eligible to play. People say, well, you know, he's on our, well, I don't, I, I got 53 people that are going to participate. That's what I have to deal with. We got time to go to Hyattsville. Ice, okay. We, Dale, Marco, Tom, uh, Bebe, hang with us. We got to pay some bills. You know, the rooster, we got to raise a lot of money to pay him. So stay with us and we'll be right back. The Ace Law Listener Line, 301-230-0980. In a wreck, Ace Law helps you get a check. Call 8888-ACE-LAW. Appreciate Jackie. And, you know, Matt, you know, sometimes the rooster deals with it because he's so used to it. But it's got to be a burden, man. All the national attention he gets, the awards. I mean, you ever think he gets tired of it? I think that he will tell you that he gets tired of it all the time. I don't think he ever will be tired of it. It's a it's a good way for him to ruffle his feathers, you know. Well, that's true. That's true. I mean, I guess I guess people just of his ilk, they just get used to it, you know. Always being called in, big things. Uh, I think you lose. I'm not against the national deal. I've had my fair share. I mean, he thinks it's a bad day if he doesn't have Twitter turn against him at least once a day. Well, like he and Lunell, they both of them, they they have these rivalries against so in social media battles with people that I find that um, I I just can't engage. Like I have to actually know who you are and know that you're not an avatar that you really do exist. I mean, I just think there's so many cowards that hide within the the just, alleys of so of social media, but I, that's why I love our format. Even though we don't see, I wish we were all zoomed up and we could see who we're talking to and they could see us. I think that's the best dialogue. I love that because some of this telephone testosterone that gets blown around to me is it gets old. I mean, but if it's really who you are, that's why I love G. 
And I mean, you know, part them boys, they real. That's who they are. They ain't no act. They're not coming on and playing a, a role. That's who they are. That's what I love about them. Sanchez. Love them. It's authentic. That's who they are. Always the same. You know, and I appreciate that because, but we have passion to what we do. That's why I love Goldsboro, even though he's a Cowboy fan, diehard, but I just love the fact that as disappointing as they are, he never gives up on them. They make fun of me all the time with, with the burgundy and gold. Don't bother me a bit. You know, the Giants. I, I am a little down that we can't beat the Giants because Dr. William A. Taylor, it just burns my behind up that I have to placate him and pass liquor to him. And I just can't believe that we don't beat the Giants. I know I'm. you're probably tired of me saying it. I can't get over it. I just. It's almost like back when we used to have the Cardinals back in the old days when they were in our division. I was embarrassed if we lost to the Cardinals. Are you kidding me? It's just, it's just, I can't get over it. I know it, I know it, I gotta grow up. Tom, in the District of Columbia, welcome to the Rooster Program with DOC. Yeah, how you doing, Doc? Hey, Tom, you know, this is, uh, it's a tough shoes to fill, man. I mean, I'm under a lot of pressure, the Rooster. Are you the man, you got it, look. I'm not. I'm not making an excuse for what happened, because I know it upset you that somebody would come out and start talking this. So, oh well, he didn't do this, but all of this is is the carryover from the pile of you know what that we've been under for the last 25 years. Okay, regardless of us having new ownership, everybody along the way, that type of backbiting, that back, that type of, oh, we're just here to get paid, it's still there. And until we can get all of that out, you're still going to have the same types of things. Uh, etiquette would tell you, okay, the person is gone, uh, we're moving forward, and as you say, we have a one thing to think about. But if you look at the past 25 years, what have we had? We've had all of this. We've had players come in, and they be all of, all of a sudden, they're the face of the team. I think that was one of the bad things that we did with Chase, was that we drafted him, all of a sudden, he's the face of the team. All right, you need to earn that. You Amen. need to earn that. Amen. And earning that comes the 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 only person who stepped up to that type of that type of uh, accolation uh, was Terry. They made yeah. I I would say that they made him a captain, and they made him the the um face of the team but he lived up to it he was he he has been a positive uh we we we've got to wash this whole thing out 
And it's, it's uh, until the end of this season, until we get it all out of there, you're still going to run across some of these things happening. Yeah, yeah, it's human nature. It, it is tough. And Terry, Terry McLaurin is the model. He is to quote example, but not everybody yeah. is going to be that. This dude is an anomaly. If I were a Fortune 500 company right now, I'd be trying to find a way to have him a part of my organization. And, and that's the difference. But that's what your player personnel people did. They did a fantastic job. We brought in some very talented young men. They know what they're doing. This group, I mean, their record is terrible, but but they got a lot of upside. All we got to do is get over the hump like every team. Once you jump that broom, I think we could get some momentum and we could be violent. And it could be very, very good. The question, but not everybody gets there. And it needs help. That's why I keep yelling to the Harris group. Please help, help, help them. And I think they're, I start, I think they're doing it. I, th- I mean, they did a big thing by buying it, but that don't mean crap to me. That's an investment. I know they're going to make money. The one guy just proved us you could be a village idiot and make a substantial profit. I want to win. And in order to win, it ain't just about money. Everybody's got money. You got to get the right people influencing the players so that the players become self-motivated and you ain't got to spend all day and night cranking them up. The way they're doing about it now is way too hard. We got to go to a break, but when we come back, Jonesy, Lou, Dale, Bebe, Marco, hang with us. We will, uh, according to, you know, Essek, who's in charge, I'd love to have y'all join us right here on the Ace Listener Line. DOC on the microphone for the rooster who's being honored somewhere across the country. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is the Chris Russell Roosters show. Doc Walker, pinch hitting for the rooster who's being honored once again. <laughs> I tell you what, man. Oh God. I you know, I've never seen the roosters like his study or his den. I guarantee you. Have you been to his um retreat? I have not been to the coop yet. Cause I, I just his wall, of, it's got to be unbelievable. I'm sure, but given, with all the awards, all the given I mean, the suitcase all, I, that he brings in every day, I'm sure that there is a dude. lot. But there, it, it's also it. highly unorganized. Well, but look, he needs a staff. He yeah. rooster. He needs. He he needs at least two assistants. He needs help. He really does, and this is not just new. I can go back 15 years with the rooster, and it's the same thing. He's been this. He's been a big figure in the industry for so long. See, y'all take it for granted. I don't. I don't. And I'm just telling you, man. It's like he deserves somebody full time valet, somebody with him because he's got so many different entities that he. Uh, he supplies talent to. It's it's cool. I, I love it. I mean, you got to do it. And Lunell, 
who I think he's schooling. I really do think, and I appreciate the fact that he's mentoring Lunell, who um, it's going to be funny. I, I tell you what, Thursdays, must, I don't miss them. I don't miss them. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Uh, baby Russell. <laughs> baby Russell. <laughs> uh, baby Russell. I will say when Paulie Paulie gave that one, that was just oh baby Russell. That was too good. I can't give him that though. That's too much pressure on him. I can't do that. I can't do that. Uh uh-uh, no. I gotta stay with Lou now. It's too much. It's too soon to give him that baby Russell. Ah uh, no. It's too much pressure. Let's go to Baltimore. Tony, thanks for playing ball with us. How What's are going? you? What's going on, gentlemen? I, hey man, I'm just, I just trying to make an honest living. Okay. I hear you. Aren't we all? So I'm in my mid 40s. My friends and I have been discussing the trade of our DNs yesterday. Okay. We've all collectively we've all collectively agreed <clears throat> that we are going that we are going to stick with this team at least through the off season. But we'll we'll be done with it completely if Ron and Jack Del Rio are are not gone. Okay. Um, we, we've just had too much, and, and I get it. Players have to perform, but but so do so do so do the, the coaches as well. We we feel like we can dissect getting rid of these players all we want. I, I think we overvalue Chase and, and and Montez just because we want them to be so great. But like somebody mm-hmm. said yesterday on the radio, the rest of the NFL and the folks internally at the Commanders didn't value them as high as we thought they were valued. So yeah. It's okay Good that stuff. they go, right? But, Good but stuff. I, I want to make this point. Want to make Take this your point. time. The last Take caller said. The last caller said something about why we're anointing anointing young players into this captaincy so early on, and I yep. think it's because at this team there, there's a void, like, right? And living up here in Baltimore and watching these dang Ravens win year in and year out who, by the way, have two defensive ends named Matabuke and an old clowny, you know, yep. who aren't superstars, but yet their defense is always, always good. It's or if, system, you, if you notice, yeah. yeah, it's the culture. If you see the Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers, who are terrible, they have a winning record, always. I know it. I know Why? I know. You know what, Big Why? Tony, there's nothing, and I, I, I just love their culture. Don't forget um, Mr. Harris was a part owner in the Steelers organization. And I think that helps him understand the culture. See, football is so different. I love a multi-sports owner, but unfortunately, the mother sports don't really play to football, to, in my humble opinion. It's unlike right. any other animal. It, it's just right. so dependent <clears throat> that I think hockey's be closer closer resemblance to football but in this deal you got to get blue collar you got to have part of your team is most of his blue collar work but you can't win without stars you got to have stars and that's why it's a community exactly and so if you look at the Niners they have a legitimate pro bowler on every level their defense line linebacker secondary they're paying the defense and, and no 50 disrespect, million but we but, yeah. 
but we have Cody Barton and David Mayo running around in the middle of our well, defense. And, I mean, and that's why your record is where it's at. I mean, no, but 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 right. I'm just telling you, you can't fix a roster in one year. But I, but I you got to have a, what I'm asking last, is that I, what is the grid? In other words, with the Ravens, they have a mantra. You know who they are. I mean, they have a personality. They have an identity. At we we don't even have a bread and butter play. If I say to you right now, okay, it's third and one, what are we going to do? Do you have any idea? I tell, I tell you what we should do, give the ball to Brian Robinson. But yeah, but you, but you don't know that. But you don't know that's right. going to happen. My point, right. and again, like Harbaugh and his brother Jim and the Michigan thing, why I love Bo Schembechler, why I mentioned and Woody and Daryl Royal. I'm an 80s, 70s, 80s guy because that's when I was younger. And I'm looking at, well, wait a minute. Yeah, it doesn't account now, but the philosophy is intact. And when Bo Schembechler is at Michigan and he's telling his team, third and five at Michigan is a what? It's a running down. Do you know what that does to their to their mindset? Their linemen go, oh, my right. God. Our people start thinking, how are we going to trick them? Oh, we got to put a smoke in mirrors. Anything under five yards, you ought to be buckling up your chin strap. It ain't time to have wristbands on. It's time to get in two tight ends or three or jumbo, and it's a manhood issue. But no, yeah, but different listen, era. Listen. They tell me. You don't understand the game. You t- old school. No, winning ain't never been out of style. <laughs> okay. Listen. Hey, dude. Listen. We're, one last question yeah, take and, and one last comment. Uh-huh. We know, unless EB is just trying to prove a point that he can jack up 30 points a game, that this offense is never going to be a run-heavy offense. So if EB is going to be around, we all have to buckle in and know that those, those days of Smash Mouth, even though it makes the most sense, just ain't going to happen, right? So we, we – I, I don't know what that means. I, I was always telling my friends, hey, build a D-line. Defense is always relevant, and we can always be competitive as long as we have a – can rush the passer, get pressures, and then make up for it on the back end. Well, that's not working either. So, like, I, 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 the only thing that I just want – my last question, the only thing that I'm asking you is, it, it has to be blatantly obvious that that it's time for Ron Rivera, who's a good guy. He's he stabilized things when it was still the ship was going down, and it's wonderful. I don't think as highly as of Jack as a as a person just because some of his off the field stuff. But they both have to go. We we agree with that. And thank you so much for letting me share my thoughts. Man, you're the most polite forty year old. I mean, you young people. You know, I got boots your age. I have boots that are 40 years old. That's unbelievable. These young people. And I don't even consider 40. 40 to me is middle, but I'm going, I'm dealing with Lunell, who's 25 years old. Toby, who's really the youngest in charge, he's 24. Essek. Yeah, I'm 30. But Essek, you're an old soul, dude. Oh, yeah. Essek, I would never have been able to guess your age. I would never, if you would have told I would have lost everything I own. There's no way I would have said you were 30 years old. That I, is unbelievable. I don't know whether to take that a uh, positive. You or... were 29 when I met you. 
Yes. Oh my god. Okay, I gotta go to I gotta go to Lou <laughs> on this one. To line four, Lou, welcome to nine eighty. DOC. Yes, sir. My life. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Um, let me uh point out a few stats between Montez and Chase. Uh, um, 54, no, 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 54, 59 sacks, sacks combined in five seasons. Those two combined. Brian Burns playing Carolina, five seasons, 44 sacks. So let that sit in your brain, whomever they think. They keep saying, oh, we got fleece, this and that, and third, about this whole trading between the Montez. I think we got a good deal. I mean, people keep saying, oh, Chase is going to be this, is going to no, we haven't seen it, and let somebody else take that uh, a chance and see if they can unlock whatever is left in that guy. So, therefore, I love the trade. I love what these guys are doing. The only thing is that I agree with the with the last caller. The two guys that's still in charge right now, they got to go in order for this team to have success in the rest of the uh, the season. If not, I mean, you're going to see the same thing. I mean, you know, the, 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 with Ron, this whole situ- like situational football awareness, he doesn't have it. So he's going to keep on costing this team a win. I mean, this team, Doc, I don't know if you agree, disagree with me. I'll, I'm not lying to you. They should be 6-2 and two or 6-1. and one. But yet we got a coach that's incapable of th- throwing his, his, his challenging flag talking about he want to wait and watch a replay like the, the whole sideline is jumping in front of you and you talking about and the play happened in front of you in a crucial time i mean they gotta go man they gotta go i mean i, I can't see this team having success for the rest of the season let eb and uh ryan kerrigan take over and then and see how they do and then w- w- you know I, that that'd be the move that'd be the next move i'd be i'd be glad to see but other than that if they continue with these two dudes Ain't nothing going to change, man. We could, you know, we could, we could, we could, we could call in and say, "Oh, man, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to have that as of right now. I want these two guys out of here. They made a mockery out of the draft pick, out of these players. I mean, they costing us the win after win every Sunday. It's been going on for three and a half years. They do not care about their job. They here to collect checks because they know they took over advantage of." the previous owner who doesn't care about winning, all he care about what goes on is an account. So that's how I feel about it. They got to go. All right, Lou. Thank you. I appreciate, appreciate you, man. Lou, getting it done. Hey, Essex, <clears throat> that was a mouthful, wasn't it? Yeah. I love it. Hey, man, be you. And get a chance to express yourself and let it go. Um, I don't spend – I know I'm commenting because they're – Chase and they're not longer on our team, so I don't have anything to comment about. People that are not you're not in Burgundy and gold, so I wish them well, but I moved on. And um, I got to deal with beating the New England Patriots with um, Smith-Williams, Two Hill, and hopefully one of these young rookies, these young bucks, got a chance now. I got to be honest. Step up. If I'm on this team and I'm looking at the roster now as a new guy, coming into this defense, coming up against Bill Belichick, who, I mean, we all know that Sam isn't an actual true rookie, but this is his rookie season in a lot of ways. Going up against Bill Belichick, who has rookie quarterback's numbers, I'm looking at how can I be the guy 
because this is absolutely that week in that option to be that guy. Yeah, it, it's you know opportunities. I, I always think about, and then everybody knows the story, but Joe Jacoby, and that's why I have no and B Mitch. If you listen to B Mitch and Finley on a regular basis, and he tells you all you need to know, he don't give a d- draft. It, it's overrated. But if you got picked, well, who didn't want to be a one? Hell, everybody should want to be one. But it doesn't have anything to do with what you're going to do at the next level. Brock Purdy, what more do you need to know? Break time. We go to that. Lou, that was a good, uh, good deal. Jonesy, still love you, man. Dale, Bebe, and uh, Big Tony, hang in. We'll be right back. I got to let that play a little bit there, baby. Y'all give me a second. Some things you just have to take a moment. Kind of reminds me of Essex. Smooth. 30 years old. Wow. A man with so much you've accomplished in such a little time. Do you ever check yourself out, Essek, and say, wow? No. Some, absolutely You never not. even wow yourself? No. The, the, I, the one, and I will tell you, the one and only time that I was like, okay, pause, that was cool, was when I was in New York and was uh, producing for JR, and that was the same day that Giannis and the Bucks won the NBA championship. So phone lines went wild. It was a great show. It was a wild show. And after that, I was like, okay, that was cool. But that's that's about it. Not yeah. too much phases me anymore. Well, that's good. Well, you built for it. And that's one of the things that, I mean, I'm, I'm prejudiced. I think athletes and former athletes um, have some advantages over people that don't compete in sports at a competitive level to where you have to push yourself beyond your level of comfort. Yeah, I get that. I I, I can get behind that. Absolutely. Yeah. There's this level of almost yeah, just need a, and yeah, drive people, that comes with athletics yeah. and competition yeah. that yeah. you get instilled in pretty much everything else if you <clears throat> do any kind of athletics at a high enough level. I find it always strange that the things you end up talking about with your old coaches that you hated their guts at the time, not hated them as individuals, but felt like you were being tortured. But when you win with it, those are the people that you cherish most. That's why I will never stop talking about youth coaches because the impact that you have on someone's life, I always mention Jim Womack, my little league coach. Jim McCulley. Uh, I mean, her, yeah, Jim McCulley, who's my senior I mean, in baseball, 13 years old. The only time I've ever been undefeated, ever, 25 and 0. And Coach McCulley told us before the season, 
that we was not going to lose a game. He wasn't going to tolerate it. And I was scared to death of this dude. I mean, he was grouchy. He was not friendly. But when you learn at 13 that it's not about you. It was the Yankees, and we were going to not lose a game. And the one game we nearly lost was against the worst team in the league, the Red Legs. Now, I say this to you to reiterate what human nature is all about. He told us our hardest game would be against the worst team. You're 13 years old. You don't get it. You're playing six, seven, in, I think it was six inning games at the time. And we're down by three runs in the fourth against the worst team in the league. And we were undefeated. I learned what human nature is at 13. We had signs that we learned at 12 and 11 in the Little League. Jim Woman, great coaches. Frank Gans, Dick Vermeil, Joe Gibbs, Dick Hill. I got a number of people. I've Hall of Famers. It doesn't happen accidentally. Now, at the time, was I pleased with them all? Hell no. Having three a days, doing up-downs, doing all that. The more you hated it, the more you got out of it. For some reason, people think winning is easy. There ain't nothing easy about it. That's why so few experience it. Most people lose. Like the situation we're in. You're mediocre at best. You're not prepared to be a champion. You're not willing to put in the work. And to get the results, it's not easy. So, yeah, I got a lot to say when it comes on this topic. But I'm not making it up and at every level. And there's nothing more gratifying than these youth coaches that are out here working with kids. They get in a – and look, I haven't coached in 15 years or so from a youth level. I can't imagine how difficult it is now with all these electronics and the fact that people's attention span now is the worst – it's got to ever been in life because everybody's so got to have it now. Expect, ex, you just expect results immediately. That's tough, man. So all of you that contribute and coach and volunteer on the youth levels, God love you, man. I get it. It's difficult. And for those of you that actually turn some of these nitwits into champions, God love you. Got to go to break. We come back. Jonesy, Dale, Bebe, and uh, Luke, we will get to you. I promise we'll be right back. 